This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. For more than a month now, we've been telling you about the tensions in Ukraine. There's a massive buildup. Tens of thousands of troops are staring each other down. Ukraine says it could be invaded by Russia. Europe says it is dangerously close to war. America says Russia could attack at short notice. Moscow blames the U.S. and NATO for the tensions. It is a dangerous stalemate. Tonight, we'll take you inside the battleground. What's happening on the Russia-Ukraine border? We'll show you the standoff up close and tell you what's on the mind of Moscow. On Gravitas tonight, we are bringing you the most comprehensive report on the biggest military crisis of this year. First, let's show you what's happening on the battleground. Why is the West so worried? The reason is this. Look at these satellite images. They were clicked between December and January. What you see here are Russian deployments, and they're dangerously close to the Ukrainian border. This specific picture was taken just 10 miles away from the Ukraine border, 10 miles. These are Russian armored personnel carriers and trucks. Now look at this. Russian battle groups in Yelnya. Again, dangerously close to Ukraine. Russia is said to have deployed hundreds of these battle groups near the Ukrainian border. They've been given tents and housing. Russian soldiers are well equipped and they are training for combat. Russian soldiers clearly mean business there. What about the U.S.? They have a very experienced president who shot off his mouth. 50 years in government and this is what Joe Biden says. There could be a minor incursion by Russia that America is apparently prepared to tolerate. Listen to him. I think what you're going to see is that Russia will be held accountable if it invades. And it depends on what it does. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion and then we end up having a fight about what to do and not do. This was a spectacular blunder. It sounded like an invitation to invade Ukraine. That one statement from Joe Biden said the cat among the pigeons. America's allies were upset. So within hours, the president was back in front of the camera to explain himself and contain the damage he had done. There is no doubt, let there be no doubt at all, that if Putin makes this choice, Russia will pay a heavy price. Not sure about Putin's choices, but Ukraine is certainly questioning its choice to bank on Biden. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky had this message for Joe Biden. Allow me to read this for you. This is what he said. We want to remind the great powers that there are no minor incursions in small nations, just as there are no minor casualties and little grief from loss of loved ones. I say this as the president of a great power. The tweet ends with the Ukrainian flag. He's right. Diplomacy hinges on choice of words. One badly drafted statement, one off-the-cuff remark, and your entire strategy could go down the drain. The previous American president championed it. He turned foot and mouth into a fine art. Joe Biden is proving to be hardly better than Donald Trump and perhaps no match for Vladimir Putin. The Russian president was a judo champion, but over the last two decades, he's also aced the poker game of geopolitics. Experts believe Putin 
has three choices at this point. Number one, an all-out invasion of Ukraine. It's a costly choice. There will be mass casualties, economic and human. Plus, Russia may not be able to sustain it. NATO allies are sure to come to Ukraine's defense. So it will be a suicidal choice. Second option, Russia could target separatist-controlled areas of eastern Ukraine, try to annex those territories. Third option, launch an unconventional war, target Ukraine with cyber attacks, economic pressure and disinformation. A lot of it is already on. Last week, hackers sabotaged several Ukrainian government web websites. Kiev said the cyber attack was Moscow's doing. At this point, Russia has the upper hand, a clear upper hand. It is dictating the terms of truce. A high-stakes meeting happened in Geneva today. Foreign ministers of Russia and the United States held talks. It ended without a resolution. No one expected one to start with. The only upside is that they'll continue talking. Russia presented a list of proposals. The U.S. has one week to reply. A breakthrough at this meeting either. We are expecting answers to our proposals. The proposals were very specific, so we are expecting concrete answers in line with the commitments that were made within the framework of the OSCE on the indivisibility of security. So what does Vladimir Putin want? He's made three clear demands. One, Ukraine should not join the NATO. Two, the West must abandon military exercises. And three, weapon deployments in Eastern Europe should not be allowed. These are all demands, all of them, rejected by the West in the past, and there's nothing to suggest that they might be accepted now. In fact, Europe is deploying weapons and arming Ukraine as we speak. The United Kingdom has sent troops and weapons, 30 elite British troops and 2,000 anti-tank weapons. They've been delivered to Ukraine with a warning to Putin. We know what lies down that path and the terrible toll in lives lost and human suffering it brings. That's why we urge President Putin to desist and step back from Ukraine before he makes a massive strategic mistake. Earlier today, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson reached out to Germany. He spoke to German Chancellor Olaf Scholz. Both leaders had a message for Russia. If Moscow invades, it will pay a quote-unquote considerable and serious price. What kind of price? The European Union is threatening more sanctions. None of it has swayed Moscow so far. In fact, it is doubling down. All the fleets of the Russian Navy are holding drills. And when I say all the fleets, I mean this. From the Pacific to the Atlantic, 140 warships and support vessels, 60 planes, 1,000 units of military hardware, and 10,000 servicemen. This is the scale we're talking about. Vladimir Putin is flexing his muscle as Biden and allies issue threats. Caught in the middle is Ukraine. It has thrown its lot with an unreliable America and a Europe that sits on the fence at the first opportunity and still relies on Russian gas very heavily, remember. Kiev's best bet is the success of diplomacy.